Konnichiwa. How do y'all? I'm Leslie. I'm Laurie. And welcome to Sumo, Sumo Kaboom, where we talk about all things sumo. Yeah, we're breaking down the very last of the January Hatsu Basho 2023, which I enjoyed very much. I did as well. Yeah, yeah. It was a nice, it was a nice little not too, I didn't get overly like pulled into it. It wasn't like super dramatic to me where I felt like I was going to lose my lunch. Right. It, it, the way it ended, I was like, this is the way it should end. Right. And I feel very happy about this. Exactly. It's it great. was bloody. It was a very bloody. And, yeah. And maybe that was just mostly Takakesho's face and maybe a little hoke to Fuji. They're, it was, they're it was, likely to get bloody. But... It was bloody and hanka-y. Yeah, it was hanka A lot more hankas. <laughs> hanka-y and bloody this time. <laughs> okay, we are going to talk more about the sumo, but first... <laughs> I want to tell you, there were 434 people playing bingo this time. Wow. Yeah. And, and we, everyone likes the old cards better. Yeah, we got the old cards back. All right. Yeah, so, we heard you loud and clear. Yeah. We brought those back. <laughs> um, our winner came from the United States. That's right. And our, that was our Kachikoshi winner. And our Makikoshi winner uh, is from Belgium. What? Yeah. So let's hear a little bit about those people, okay? Our winner from Belgium is from Brussels. And I'm terribly sorry. I'm going to mispronounce your name. In Texas, when we see this name, V-E-E-R-L-E, we would say, oh, that's Verl. <laughs> or, or Viral. Or Viral. Virally. Virally. Because we're idiots here. Well, that's just the, the Texan we're way. We're just not as cultured. We're just used to Viral. Right. We're really sorry that we cannot pronounce your name. And give I us should a have call. Asked. Give us a, I know. Give us a call and send us a, a voicemail and let us know how to pronounce it because we'll correct it next time around. Yes, we will. Because we hate bastardizing anyone's name and we know we've just done did it. Yes. But I'm so sorry. Anyway, you won. So congratulations. Yes. Okay. So this person says... They send us an email. We always ask all our winners, how'd you get into sumo? Yeah. Like, tell us the backstory, because I find this almost as interesting as the sumo itself. Me too. Like, what's your story? How'd you get involved? So this person says, I got into sumo following a trip to Japan in 2019. See, that's when it, you know, it's one trip to Japan and we're all hooked. <sighs> no, it's so good. It's so good. Well, I say that like I've been. I have not. No, I'm already hooked before I'm going. That's anyway, true. that's an aside. This person says, My husband and I had the chance to watch one day of live sumo at the Kokugikan in Tokyo. Afterwards, we kept following how the tournament developed and saw Asano Yama win his first cup on Japanese TV. <gasps> I hope to see him back in Makauchi soon. Well, well don't you, we all? Uh, you just might get your wish <gasps> yes. because he won Jirio. That's right. They continue... Once home, we kept following the tournaments via the coverage by Nato Sumo and Chris Sumo. We do not watch all the fights, but I'm always impressed by the power, strength, and flexibility of the wrestlers. I found about a year ago, I discovered your podcast. I like your deep dives into the lives of the wrestlers and how you bring the sumo news. I participate in the bingo game just for fun. It helps to get to know the names of the lower-ranked wrestlers a bit more and to be a bit more engaged in the tournament. I totally completely agree. It's agree. a great way to learn the names and to be more involved. So we're so happy that you played with us and congratulations. That's right. That was our Makikoshi winner. Yes. And this was our very first Kachikoshi winner that came in. Our winner's name is Brian. And he said, let me just say, if I had told you before this Basho that I would 
win a Katikoshi bingo with a line of five rikishi that included Kiribayama Onosho Azumaryu, <laughs> Koto Shoho, and Indo, I would have called you a liar. Yep, yep. Anyway, his name is Brian, like I said, and he, get this, he's a sound engineer at a college in the Chicago area. And here's a little fun fact. He currently recorded, uh, as part of his job, a currently nominated for a Grammy Award uh, in Best Classical Solo Vocal Album category. So great. It's called Lord How Come Me Here, and they'll find out on February 5th if they won. Oh, so he's nominated, yes. but he doesn't know if he's won yet. Oh, how exciting. I would love to bring him the victory of a sumo bingo and a Grammy. Brian, <laughs> when you hear, you have to let us know if you've won. Because if you've won and you give us permission, we will play some of that Grammy award-winning music on this podcast. 100%. You know we will. 100%. So let us know if you win. Okay, so anyway, Brian lived in Tokyo with his parents and two siblings from 86 to 94, his family was very quick to get into sumo wrestling. They are typically watching the last hour of a broadcast each day before they ate dinner. And they were immediately drawn to Gesu Konishiki. That's one oh. of their favorite wrestlers. Oh, that's great. And he was a really prominent American wrestler at the time, which mm-hmm. we know. And he was starting to make his run for Ozeki. Later on, they became huge fans of Akebono and Musashimaru. So I totally get this because I came in to sumo around the same time you did mm-hmm. with those two Akebono Musashimaru wrestlers and also Kanishiki a little bit. In particular, his sister Carolyn became the family's biggest sumo fan. And in the spring of 93, through a connection with a classmate at school, they were able to go to to the Azumazeki Beya and see Akebono practice. Ooh. And that was right after he became Yokozuna. So oh one thing gosh. that he remembers was that Akebono was so flexible, he could do the splits. He said after the practice session, they were able to talk to Takamiyama and the, he attached a picture of it, this moment in time where they're all wearing like 90s era jean jackets and everything, everything standing there with Takamiyama. It's fantastic. Yes. And they brought cookies to the stable. I'm telling you, it's the secret to success over there. You've got to bring food to share. Yeah. Bring your chocolate chip cookies, y'all. Anyway, he said he moved back to the States and there wasn't a great way to keep up with sumo, so he lost touch. And then one fateful day, January 2018, he stumbled across NHK World, exactly my story, and he was immediately sucked back in. And since that tournament was Tochi Notion's You Show, he became a huge Tochi Notion fan. And his sister texts every day about the Basho discussing <laughs> highlights and matches of the day. I love that. He even we don't says, even do that. No, no, we don't. He even said his 12-year-old daughter, Lucy, is also a huge sumo fan, watching every Jurio and Makauchi bout every Basho. Lucy does that? Yeah, and she has a strong competitive streak, so they really enjoy the various fantasy sumo games online, and Lucy has gotten really good at predicting the outcome of various bouts <laughs> in these online sumo games, and occasionally she places in the top 10 in the world for these various games. Lucy! So he plays, I love this name, he plays under the moniker Tochi Yeshin. Of course. And Lucy plays under the, the Shikona Black Pink Mawashi. Black Pink Mawashi. And he says to all those largely middle-aged males who play fantasy su- sumo who might be listening to this podcast, yes, you are being beaten by a 12-year-old little girl. <laughs> <laughs> He says he hopes to take his wife and three daughters on a once in a lifetime trip to Japan in the summer of 2024, which will mark the first time he's back in Japan in 30 years. His highest priority while we're there is to go attend the Nagoya Basho, which will be the first time he's ever attended a 
tournament in person, something he never got to do while he lived in Japan in the 80s and 90s. So he says, thanks for hosting a great bingo game and for spreading the joy of sumo through your podcast. Thank you, Brian. That's awesome. Yes. Congrats. Congrats. And Brian will be receiving what? Okay, I made... This was quite an ordeal because it takes a lot of time and effort. It's For anybody who bakes or cooks, jam involves all kinds of magic, including pectin and sugar, obviously. Um, And wiggling your fingers. And wiggling your fingers and time. This batch of sumo or satsuma mandarin marmalade that I made that I will be giving out to Brian was made with my very hands. Mm-hmm. It took like 24 hours. It smelled delicious. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good with notes of cinnamon and vanilla. It's really good. And um, yeah, I, it, I, it's my best batch of the marmalade for sure. So you will be receiving Satsuma Sumo Jam? Yes. <laughs> marmalade. Sets, yeah. Marmalade. Satsuma Sumo Marmalade, which is really fun to say. <laughs> yeah. And Sumo Merch. Absolutely. Yes. Anyway, we also had some second place bingo winners. Some. We had a lot. We had a lot. We had like. We have more bingos than we've ever had, y'all. Yeah. And they all, almost the majority of them, came in on the very last day. We were completely overwhelmed with bingos it on the so last day. It was so weird. Other tournaments, we've had them come in on day eight and nine, and this one was late, and they were all kachikoshi, which yeah. is weird. It's usually in the reverse. But congratulations. We had some. Names that we drew from the lottery of all of our second place bingo winners. And we let all of those people know they're getting merch from um, Big Sumo Fan or gift certificate from Big Sumo Fan. And we let you know via email. If you did not get an email from us, then hold on because the next tournament might be your lucky tournament you to just, win that jam. Yeah, you just need to go back to the basics, keep training. Do your, your brand sumo of sumo bingo. bingo is going to get stronger That's and right. faster. You just got to be... You got to get right off that tachi eye right. right at the beginning when your bingo comes in. All right. And that's how you get the big Satsuma Sumo Marmalade. That's right. And, and thank you merch. again for all of the creative ways you all mark your bingo cards. We, I think that it's is our favorite maybe thing to see. It's <laughs> favorite thing There's at all. little fat hamsters and then some, there was one that had fat hamsters and then. Did you see the, the had, Scottish Sumo card? No. That had all Scottish sayings in them for if they did well or not. It was great. <laughs> Hilarious. We love the stamps in all forms. So keep it coming. We yep. love we love it. Shall we jump to news? Oh, we have news. Yeah. Asanoyama. Somebody we've been waiting for for a long time to freaking crush it. He's finally back up in Jirio. He won the championship. Pretty which, solidly. Uh, yeah. 14-1. He lost one match, and that was to Dae Shoho. He said actually after Dae Shoho lost, or he lost to Dae Shoho, he called his mom, and his mom encouraged him to be spirited and do your best with a feeling of being the best in the moment, in the day. Oh, she must have gotten the same script. Uh, yes. And then... He won four more times in a row, and then he won the championship. So I think he is going to make it up to Makochi. It's questionable if he had done fifteen and zero. Questionable, yeah. Fifteen and zero. It would have been like the first time since nineteen sixty eight. It's like rarely happens that somebody wins all the matches in Jirio. I'm aiming for maybe they'll be like, "Oh, sorry, we suspended you for a whole year. We're going to bump you up to Makochi a little early." But fourteen well, and yeah. one is like. That's pretty ding-dang good. Well, yeah. I mean, if he smokes all the competition, 
Why not just put him up in the top ranks? Right. I mean, you know where he should be. Throw really. him a bone. Just, yeah, like just knock him up there. It's it's okay. Just bring him up there just anyway. Bring him up. Yeah. Anyway. But we're always, oh, well, I tend to be very nice. Yeah, you should be Yokozuna. Yeah, get him back up there. Well, yes. they need one. Speaking of, the YDC, the Yokozuna Deliberation Council, convened, as they always do. They're ha- they have a new chairman who was 80. He Or actually, the old guy, literally older, old guy, retired at 80. They uh, replaced him with a spring chicken. Of 65? 75. 75. <laughs> So a new chairman of the YDC. His uh, his name is uh, Masayuki Yamauchi. Anyway. Always good when the 75-year-olds are in charge of who becomes Yokozuna. I think so, too. That well, was ageism on my part. I'm so sorry. It well, is wonderful to have that experience up top. We apologize for anyone 75 or older. I'm sorry. Who's listening to I us. I should not have said that. We apologize. Yeah. Anyway, they were talking, and they were talking about Ted and Afuji, and I'm sure they were talking about... Talk a case show. Yeah, Obviously, we just talk about it. Nothing really was revealed other than it appears through rumor mill that like you have to have a really convincing win for them to consider him a Yokozuna in the future. And where they're at now is like, well, cool your jets. If he wins again, then we'll have that conversation. But they're really not ready to talk about Takakesha too much. But Ted and Afuji, they do want him back, but in the most hilarious Japanese way. We're like, we're asking you to be back as soon as possible, but we'd like you to be in perfect form when you do come back. Yes. So nothing like a little pressure. Yeah. <laughs> when you had like pressure. double yeah. knee surgery, Yeah, but they want perfection when he comes back. So nothing, nothing like that to make you a little nervous. Mm-hmm. Ted Fuji is practicing. He is doing basic exercises and lending his chest to the younger guy's in the stable. So there's hope that he'll be back soon. But uh, me personally hopes he's just resting. Yeah, me too. Recouping, rehabilitating, and we'll see him when he is perfect without any pressure. In my perfect imaginary world, the newest Yokozuna would have have a basho of his own where he is the sole yokozuna before Terunofuji comes back and is ready to roll because in my perfect world a very small hamster like man <laughs> should be a yokozuna <laughs> but we'll get there we'll get there yeah anyway that's about all i've got okay day 11 day 11 All right, day 11. Feels like ages ago already. That's right. But uh, I took some notes on day 11 so that I could remember just a few things that I really loved about day 11. Sorry, I can't talk about the entire day. But I really love this is one. This is early in the day. Mitoryu versus Hiradoumi mm-hmm. on day 11. Mitoryu playing like a large dead fish while Hiradoumi <laughs> tried with all of his might to Push him out over and over and over and over and over for at least over a minute. Yeah, it was a it was lot such of time a trying long time. to push a very large Mongolian. Yeah. And tell me, Toryu just said, okay, I think I have tired him out. I am just gonna, 
I'm just going to pick him up by the belt and I'm just going to pancake you instead. <laughs> he flattened him. Yeah. Abisi Tayoshi. I, I love a good pancake. And so it was just the pleasure of a long fight and somebody really using their weight do best performance and then pancaking his yeah, foe. Yeah, the dismount is the best. Yeah, it's really all about the gymnastic dismount. <laughs> Boom! Yeah, it was fabulous. There were more hankas on day 11. I stopped taking notes. Like, at the beginning, I really, I was really taking notice of all the hankas. Hmm, there's another one on this day, and this person did one. But by day 11, I was just like, this is unreal, fellas. If it wasn't a hank, it was a it was a hit and shift. Yeah, it was a meet and move. <laughs> I mean, they were all over the place. So I don't know if people were just exhausted from the holidays and just trying to take it easy, or they were just a little bit injured to try to take it easy. Yeah. I tried not to be judgmental about that, but there was a lot of hankas happening. Okay, day 11. Onosho versus Kotoshoho on day 11. They were both tied at eight and two. I just, because they both were looking like they were going to be in that leaders board race yeah. and both doing really well i had my eye on this fight onosho came out with this win on day 11 it was a squinage and i think this is like when i really believe that koto shoho was something different was happening with his momentum oh yeah because he's been injured in the past i mean he went he's down had to bad boshes and yeah yeah he has well and he i mean he didn't do in this fight, he didn't do well. But you were no. saying you were watching him because he had been doing yeah, well. Yeah. Because he had I, that 8-2 and two record. He yeah. already had his Kachikoshi on yeah. day 11. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. But in this fight, Kotoshoho came forward. He looked like he was in the driver's seat. He had, you know, an upper body grip. But then Onosho turned and countered with a beltless arm throw. It was just really pretty. Mm-hmm. And I was... Onosho doesn't usually do moves like that. Yeah, so he's a I'm pusher always, thruster. Yeah, I'm always like, oh, new move. He did that well. Really, really good job. Tobizaru versus Abi was, um, you know, it was. It's worth a mention on day eleven. It really looked as if Abi pushed Tobizaru out, but unfortunately, Abi stepped out first before mm-hmm. Tobizaru went out. So it's it's as if you're you're pushing someone out and then you just step out as you're taking the offensive. You just forget where the line is on the floor. Yeah. Really. It, it's called the, an Isa Miyashi. Yeah. Which I'm trying to learn these words. Like, I am like too. I'm looking at it don't think I know this word on my own, y'all. I'm not that good. No. I just wrote I it down either. so that I want to you know, just like last week we were trying to remember Uchimusho. That still sounds like a delicious dessert. delicate sweet dessert. Yeah. Yes. I'd like to eat some uchimushos. I yeah, a bowl Isamiyashi? of uchimushos. That sort of sounds like Isamiyashi a food sounds as well, like but not a, a frozen treat. A frozen treat? It's not. It's not. It's just an unfortunate step out of the ring in sumo that I noticed on day eleven. Showed I won on day eleven though, and uh, I thought crazy. that was quite exciting. Nice and I actually job. okay, y'all. We live in Texas, Dallas Cowboys have had they had an unfortunate game this week yeah and but the week before a week before they did great okay but all of they're the having discussion, a show die season yeah all of the discussion in texas has been about the kicker having the yips so the texas the kicker yeah has been doing a great job in the oh, footballer football arena uh, whatever you call it stadium all arena. year long and then suddenly he couldn't kick between the goals to save his life. He missed like... He missed like four. I think and I was in tears for him. I know, not Not because guy. he was losing points, but just because I felt so bad for him in that moment. I was like, we've all yeah. 
been there so, when it's bad and it just gets worse. Yeah. So it's been all over the headlines. This guy has the yips. This guy has the yips. And it just sounds like a, a very yips tex- is. Texan term. I think it also comes from Simone Biles, you know. Well, she had the, that's what she called the twisties. The twisties. Well, somebody here in Texas called, called them the, the yips. yips as well. So I wrote, should I? Maybe he just has the yips. But he won on day 11. Did really, really well. Another one I really enjoyed, Nishiki Fuji versus Hoshoryu, because this was the day that Hoshoryu came back after that ankle sprain. Remember, he missed yeah. a day. He was out. It was like he just took a sick day right. and then came back in 100% <laughs> ready to fight on that ankle. But what he did is he carefully wrapped up Nishiki Fuji after shifting to the right at the Tachiai. And then he Yuri carried Nishiki Fuji out and then sort of hopped on one foot back to the center so that he could... uh you know, receive his... I don't think he received any envelopes that time. Man, these guys are so good. They can still win with one leg. Yep. And he did it. All right. I'm going to go to the last fight of the day. Kocha Nawaka versus Takakesho. Wow. Okay. This... Takakesho at this point only had one loss. And Kocha Nawaka, Komasubi versus Takakesho, Ozeki. I was really impressed. Mm-hmm. Takakesho could not move Kota Nawaka. And Takakesho is a bit of a cannonball. He can move everybody. Yeah, the kid did it. Kota Nawaka. He disallowed Takakesho from doing his thrusts. Yeah. He, Takakesho tried to slap Kota Nawaka down, but it did not work at well, all. Well, the kid stayed close. It I think was that so blunted good. it. It was, it, I it was, was very impressed. So Kotonawaka walked away with that win, giving Takakesho his second loss. So at the end of day 11, Takakesho and Onosho, yeah. old junior high school rivals. That was another storyline. Yeah, line. we're tied at nine and two. And I started to get really excited, like, oh, this is an old school rivalry. We're going to see it all the way to the end. Wouldn't that be exciting to see these two guys fight it out? Whoa! They were followed by two guys, Tamawashi and Kodoshoho, on day 11. All right, day 12. Even though it's Mr. Sumo Chiyomaru, I do want to say there was a number of hair-pulling incidents, and he was involved in one on day 12. Mm. Um, can't touch the hair, just That's a right. reminder. Do not touch the hair. But you know who had a great match, and we have been waiting for this for 10 years, is... 10 years? I think something like that. <laughs> I know 35 this was... years this man has been waiting for... 87 years. years. Azumaru has been waiting to get the Kachikoshi. You know, this is the first time I saw him smile. He actually got his Kachikoshi. Yep. And he beat Hira de Umi. Not an easy easy match and he got it with an overarm throw but when he smiled in the interview afterwards yes. i finally saw him as anybody but an older grandpa fighting because yeah. when he's not smiling i've said this before he looks like a grandfather but when he smiles he has this little tiny grin and it was so happy i just love it it warmed my heart he finally got his kachikoshi and he's been working so hard on it and now i'm a fan of azumaru which i never thought i would be because i was like i don't get this guy 
He won me over. It was his 10th try. Uh, it was his 10th visit over to the Over 87 top. years. Over 87 years. So he finally got on his 10th try. I was, I, I mean, for all of us who have tried and tried and tried, this man became like our leader yeah. on that day. Yes. Thank you so much. Captain, our captain. Yep. Mayashira 13, Koto Shoho versus Nishikigi. Koto Shoho denied Nishikigi the force out, got a beltless arm throw on Nishikigi. He got in on the inside, on the right side. He backed up to the edge, pulls a nice throw on Nishikigi, and he goes flying to the dirt. It was nice. Yeah, it was a really nice save at mm-hmm. the edge. But somebody else we were watching, Ono Show versus Tamawashi. I like these two because it's going to be explosive. Anybody versus... Actually, these two are both explosive. This was a thrust battle, and he and Tamawashi met with a huge Tachi blast, but Onosho worked the strongman back, inching him bit by bit. Onosho advances with a thrusting attack. Tamawashi is up too high. Onosho is a bit lower and has the advantage. He works Tamawashi back and out. I think it was an Oshidashi frontal push out for Onosho. What I noticed about this fight is you cannot miss a single shove. If you miss one, you're done for. It's true. Because it's so fast. It's so aggressive. Do, 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 do. Your supari has to just be relentless Mm -hmm. and perfectly, like, not... Uh, perfectly timed, but perfectly placed. Yep. 100%. Yep. Well, no matter his record, I think Midori Fuji continues to win over our hearts. Yes. Him versus Wakamoto Haru, somebody else who's also winning over our hearts because he's part of this brother duo and he's doing great. Everybody's doing great. But these guys are both sitting here in this match going six and six, which doesn't look great, but we're loving the way they are fighting. Midori Fuji gets away faster at the Tachi Ai and gets inside on Wakamoto Haru. Wakamoto Haru leans sideways to prevent Midori Fuji from throwing or improving his side grip on both sides. He's basically only got one side at this point. Midori Fuji approached that deep inside position he really loves and bores his head into the chest of Wakamoto Haru. Wakamoto Haru now tried a kimidashi, but Midori Fuji denied that and he easily dislodged himself from that grip. Midori Fuji got inside on the belt and worked Wakamoto Haru backwards. Midori Fuji pulled some serious magic with a leg grab at this point and had Wakamoto Haru hopping, and that made it easy for Midori Fuji to finish him off with a shove, and he was out. Little guy won. It was beautiful. As much as I love Wakamoto Haru, I have to say I loved Midori Fuji's win over him. I do too. Yeah. Kitty Bayama versus Takakesho. So Takakesho does his usual approach, thrusting away. Kitty Bayama allows a little bit of that, but amongst this thrusting sequence, he does a pushdown attempt on Takakesho's neck that doesn't quite work, but it gets Takakesho a little lower down and easy to wrap up. Kiribayama gets an inside grip on Takakesho and wraps up that right Takakesho arm and from there throws a very beautiful Tsukinage and Takakesho is in the dirt with a big old beautiful belly flop. Yeah, that was a big win for Kiribayama. Yes, it was. Really and I think that's big. well, I won't reveal what happens at the end, but I think this this fighting spirit, this technique that he's hint, showing hint hint, hint, hint. Uh, is apparent. That's all I've got for day 12. So that meant at the end of day 12, oh, no show, was our sole leader at 10 and 2, followed by Takakesho and Kota Shoho, and then a whole bunch of guys, including Azumaru, were still in the leader race. So baffled, but so, so yeah. amazed and so awesome. Amazed. 
So at day 13, who comes out and proves that he has every right to be on that leaderboard? Azumaru <laughs> against Chiyoshoma. I was astounded. This was like watching Nodum. This was like watching, watching like a, what? Um, the Boke Festival, the Boke Fighting Festival, because oh. they're both, you know, Mongolian. But it looked to me like two Mongolians out in a field, as they do, in their little superwoman outfits <laughs> that I friggin' love. It, that was it. Was that kind of fun battle for me? I loved it. I thought you were talking about an app on the TV. I was no, like, what is N- an channel? What is that? No, N A A D A M. Do they show documentaries? I know um, what you're saying now. No. <laughs> just was like not on the same wavelength at all. Well, I usually don't casually use the word not nada. Um. So I'll give you some credit there. <laughs> okay. Abi versus Kota Shoho on day 13. Remember, Kota Shoho is tied for second place here. Kota Shoho did a really good job of stepping right to the side at the right time so that Abi just took himself out. That took Kota Shoho to 10-3. It was slappy sumo until thrust down right at the edge. Sure, yeah, he did get attacked by Abi, full force, but he stepped to the side when he needed to. Mm-hmm. Showed me that, okay, yeah, he's watching his opponents. This kid really does have something going on yeah. right now. He's doing great. Loved also Hiradumi versus Daesho wow. on day 13. Oof. This was a fight of slappy rotating windmill like <laughs> arms for a really, really long time. This it was is the definition if you want to show somebody a Tsupati attack, a this duel. Is it. Yeah, this is a duel. Yeah, Tsupati so attack. it was two guys who, like, pretty much at the same time, they would do a shoulder blast to their opponent, and they would then they would do a thrust, and then they would move their opponent's arm up off their own shoulder, and then thrust, and then move the opponent's arm up off their shoulder, and just over and over and over again, these arms flying in the air until Daesho came out with a win on day thirteen. It just. I love that kind of... I love it. I love it all. I do, too. I say that all the time, but I do. I love it all. Okay, Mitaki Yumi lost on day 13, and I said that only because this was the day he officially got his makikoshi, and boy, was I wrong about Mitaki Yumi, this basho. I thought he was just going to sail through this time <laughs> since he was out of Sanyaku. <laughs> he was going to be pressureless. Well, no, uh, yeah. No. No. The guy needs to... Uh, maybe he's got some injuries. Because he attempted a hanka? On this, on in this match, was it? Yeah, I put Hanka from Mitaki Yumi exclamation point exclamation point exclamation point. It failed miserably because Tobizaru is too fast, and he saw it coming, and he tackled Mitaki Yumi to the dirt. It was it was crazy. It's like he must be so injured that his attempt is to Hanka, or he was trying something new and it just didn't work. Yeah, it could be that too. It could be that because, you know, we all try that sometimes. Wakataka Kage proved that Hoshoryu was absolutely no trouble at all when he's entered. Right. No trouble taking down Hoshoryu on day 13. Almost immediately, it was a beltless arm throw. It was a very dominant win. I almost didn't mention it, except that Wakataka Kage looked so cool. And I really do enjoy watching Hoshoryu lose. <laughs> I get you. But he's he's slowly, uh, I'm becoming more and more of a Hoshoryu fan. Maybe ever since I saw that video of him wrestling in the living room with his uncle. Yeah. I'm, Last and week. It, yeah. And his 
in his red sumo jammies. I'm on board. You're on board. And his little glasses. It's the glasses. glasses. I love the kid. I do. I really can't swing both ways on him. I really can. Okay. I am going to go to the last fight of the day because it was Ono Show versus Takakeisho. This is the fight of the day. It it really was. Uh, So Ono Show, remember, longtime rivals, Ono Show is in the lead, 10 and 2. Takakeisho, 9 and 3. And I'll just say, I'm just going to cut right to the chase and say it was a very intense fight. It was drama. It was I mean, there was a bloody mat- nose. There was a mata to start. Like, it, there was tension from me even before yeah, it started. You could tell there was history. Oh, yeah. You could tell The that, crowd knew it, too. Oh, they yeah. were going nuts. Oh, no show so wanted this. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's the story I was telling myself as I was watching this. I'm like, surely this is the moment where he's like, I am going to take him down. I am going to do it. And they both tried their hardest. They really did. Lord bless him. Takake show is just a bigger cannonball. So out went Onosho, and that meant... And some of the spectators on the front row, actually, that day as well. <laughs> a lot of spectators down. <laughs> what it meant that... Well, it just meant that Onosho looked very dejected. Takake show looked cool. And we now had a three-way tie for mm-hmm. first place. Takake show, Ono show, and Kota Shoho going into day 14 with Kiribayama hanging in there in second place. So he had his little bite of the Yusho pie there at the end of day 13. Go for it. Day 14. First thing, I really should have done this breakdown from the perspective of a of the Gyoji or me watching the Gyoji. All I should say is that Indo beat Abi, but they also beat the Gyoji who got friggin' pummeled <laughs> and flew off the doyo when Indo took care of Abi. And it was just amazing because the Gyoji, as he was flying off, had his eye on the wrestlers behind him also simultaneously being thrown out like trash. Yeah. And he called it correctly. Yeah. And I mean, I was worried he fell hard and he's so tiny, you know? Yep. But anyway, I just thought he should get an honorable mention for oh, he should. for best judging and best tossing and standing right back up and being able to be watchful. The judges have really been on point this time. They really have been. Yeah. They've they made have been. great calls. Yeah. Okay, so Kota Shoho versus Dae Show. Okay, so Kota Shoho in this match is looking relaxed and finally, in my opinion, kind of like himself, like a comfortable, comfortable in his skin now. He was strong at the Tachi Eye. He got in close to blunt Daesho's epic thrusting that he could never actually get started in this match. Kota Shoho smartly stays just a wee bit off center with Daesho and not squarely facing him, which kind of leaves Daesho trying to thrust a bit off center. And I think that was a poison pill. It just didn't work. His thrusting didn't work because of Koto Shoho's movement. Koto Shoho got a good arm grab and tried a quick Kotonage grip, but it didn't work. And Daesho managed to get his arm out. Then Koto Shoho got a right Mawashi grip and a left shallow grip and then aimed and moved Aisho back out without him being able to escape laterally. It was nicely done. Very nicely done. He's sitting at 11 and 3 at this point. Yeah, and remember he's tied for first. Right. So that upped the pressure on Onosho and Takakesho then. Okay, two more matches real quick. Wakataka Kage versus Shodai. Wakataka Kage had a game plan, and that was to get in close and low and lift up. 
showed I did pretty damn good not to give up ground as he sometimes is known to do, and he stays kind of difficult to grab completely. Shodai and Wakatakakage did a few back and forth thrusts and Shodai gets pushed to the edge, but he's got an armbar grip on the left side of Wakatakakage and he tries to throw at the edge. Wakatakakage stays close and goes into this backwards falling throw together and they both like Shodai and he hit the dirt, but Shodai actually hits the dirt first. It was a nice match for both. Shodai did not win. Wakatakakage came out on top. But I liked the effort of both of these gentlemen. Well, and, and Shodai, Shodai had a better second week. He did. Yeah, than his first week. He, he did. He came, he ended up with some real nice wins in the second week. Yeah. I was happy for him. And um, he he just, you can't, you can't discount the guy. You can't. He's, he really is an agent of chaos. He is. <laughs> I still love him. Okay, so an interesting match to start was this last bout of the day, Hoshoryu versus Takakesha. Now, we know Hoshoryu is injured. He looked nervous. Oh, you think so? Well, he stood up. This is the match where he squared off at the Shikiri-sen with Takakesha, mm-hmm. and he stood up, and he pointed his finger, and he was like, uh, sorry, man, <laughs> not yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Takakesha was like, excuse me? <laughs> okay, fine. Uh... <laughs> All right, if you're not ready, fine. Um, it's okay, but it was drama. So Takakesha stood up, and the crowd is like, uh, "What's going on?" It's just a bit weird. And Hoshoyu, he looks unsettled. The tachiai happens, and Hoshoryu goes lunging too far forward, and Takakesha gets in a very easy position for a slap down, and easily puts Hoshoryu in the dirt. So I think he was probably thinking. How am I going to take this large yeah. man down with, with one, one leg? Yeah, with and with his bum ankle. I'm a little nervous about this. Yeah, and I would be too. Yeah. I, that would be the worst person to, to fight with, with a bum ankle. Yeah. <laughs> so. How do I move this mountain? Oh, boy. Gonna well, he didn't. He didn't. But that brings us to the day, the end of the day 15 and into day, or no, 14, into day 15. Yeah. So... I, d- I don't believe you talked about it, but Onosho must have lost that day. Yeah. Onosho, it was him versus Kiribayama, and he, Kiribayama got a Tsukio Toshi win over Onosho. So it looked, well, Murray broke it down. It was bad footwork from Onosho. He kind of lunged forward and then he ended up hopping on one leg, and Kiribayama was so quick in the moment to notice that, oh, my opponent's on one leg. This should set me up pretty easily for a takedown. And it did. And it was kind of Onosho's bout to lose at that point. Kiribayama just saw something, a vulnerability in the moment. And so, yeah, he beat Onosho pretty handily. Yeah, so that set up then on the final day, we knew it was between two guys. Yeah. Two guys with the same record between Takakesho and Kocha Shoho. Who's Maegashira 13. So that's yeah, some drama. Yeah, Ozeki. Versus Mayushir 13. It wasn't real drama for me. I went into day 15 going, well, it's very obvious who should should win this. And I'm not, I was not nervous about this one at all. No. Not at all. I wanted some drama. I wanted more drama. Yeah, but. Yeah. I I I wanted a Yakukesho. Takakesho has the skills. Yeah. But let's talk about some other things before we get to that last match. Because Azumaru. On day 15, mm-hmm. officially ran out of gas. Yeah. 
He didn't care, though. He was like, no, nope. I got my Kashi Koji. I'm he fine. Had no fight in him at day 15 and just went out with no problem at all to Ura. But he ended with a 9-6 record. So not just Takachi Koshi. Yeah, a 9-6. A 9-6, nine, a, nine, a one one better. Exactly. Abi ended day 15 with his Kachikoshi. Finally. And yeah, and that's a big deal because he won the last Basho. Mm-hmm. So it's it says something to me that he couldn't quite get up to those same numbers that he got last time. He yeah. just barely got his Kachikoshi in there against Surakisho. Uh, a fight I'm kind of ashamed to say that I really liked on day 15 was Tamawashi's final day against Hira Umi, in which he, it looked like he just tried to rip Hira Umi's head off of his body. And I thought, <laughs> it did look like I that. thought, oh God, Hira Umi, that's a rough day. I know, but he's very flexible. My he God. He withstood it pretty ding dang well. Until the very end. Well, yeah. yes. Yeah. Until but he lost. Tamawashi <laughs> ended very strong. He, he looked like he could have kept doing sumo for another four weeks. That's what Tamawashi looks like at the end. It really must be all the cookies that he's baking. It must That be. makes him so happy. On day 15, Mitakiyomi finished with a win against Takara Fuji. But he, I mean, it's, I'm not going to say he did terrible sumo. But he should have done better sumo. He did not get a kachikoshi. He no. ended with a makikoshi. Yeah. Daisho. I'm not even going to talk about a sumo because I was so impressed by the little homemade Daisho posters that yeah. they kept showing all around the arena that all even had tinsel on them. I know. Chris, I'm going to like seriously tinsel. arts and crafts the hell out of some posters. Because you know that's how you would get on to yeah. NHK And live. that's my whole goal. Yeah. Wearing a Sumo Kaboom t-shirt right. with homemade tensile-covered signs. Yeah. yeah. We just have to make sure that we actually spell their names correctly. True. Uh, it, it won't be in kanji. Let's be real. It's going to be in, like, <laughs> our letters. <laughs> Bubble letters. Bubble letters. <laughs> okay. I'm going to mention Hokuto Fuji versus Kotonawaka. On day 15, they were both 7-7. So it was a Nana Show Nana High. Nana Show Nana High. Which I wish they would sing that before each and every match. Nana Show Nana High. Kota Nawaka wrapped up Hokuto Fuji with no problem at all. Yuri carried the man out, overpowered him completely. But I mention it because it means that he got his Kachikoshi as Komosubi. So he will probably stay at Komosubi, which is uh, exciting. Yeah. Wakamoto Haru, uh, I believe he went, yes, on day 15, he went to 9-6 against Endo, also at Komosubi, and that's great for him. It means that he will also probably stay at that same rank. Mm -hmm. Maybe, I mean, I suppose he could move up, but someone else probably deserves to move up more, and that is Kiribayama, who on day 15 fought Ryuden and... This was a long battle. Yeah. This was a really long one. They turned to their sides. They kind of got at each other's sides, sort of doing sumo from the side. Mm -hmm. And they locked up for a really long time there. Interestingly, though, Ryudin didn't really try anything here. It was Kiribayama instead who was trying. He was circling around. He was trying to pull down. And I think Ryudin was just playing defense. Like, there's a certain move that I want to get. And I'm going to be patient and try to get it. But uh, the way it looked is it kind of looked like Ryudin didn't do anything. Until afterwards, because he looked plumb 
Tucker. Well, exactly. They both the way looked it, like they were about to barf. The way it ended up, <laughs> Kiribayama eventually swung Ryudin around, Yorikiri out. Um, and what it meant was that Kiribayama, his record went to 11-4. And as Komasubi with that record, this, this is, I mean, to me... You would have to really look seriously at him then going up to Sekiwaki yeah, next time. I know. And it also meant uh, that he got the Gino Show, the Technique Prize. That's right. Which is pretty exciting for him. My favorite. Yeah. Ono Show versus Hoshoryu. Now, this was really exciting to me. They were uh, Ono Show 10 and 4, Hoshoryu 7 and 7. So Hoshoryu was going for his Kachikoshi. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's at Sekiwake. So him being injured, knowing that he's got to get this in order to hold on to his rank was very exciting. Yes. And it was a, a really great battle. It's so funny because I'm looking at my notes here and I didn't even take notes on the actual sumo itself. So I just wrote... Oh, that's such a bummer. Hoshoryu is going to drop out. And I wrote, what? Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. <laughs> it's That's so funny. I just like my notes are actually of the drama the that moment. I was thinking in the moment. <laughs> I wrote, oops, hold it. And then in all caps, it just says, hair pull. Yeah. It was another hair pull. Okay. I'm so, so cool. oh, no show. It was a slap down, as I recall. Yeah. Onosho's hand was on the back of Hoshoryu's head, and he pushed him down to the dirt. It absolutely looked like Onosho won this thing. I had it all circled. Yep. Like, oh my god! And and he got the he got a fighting spirit prize because it, he was going to get a prize if right. he won. If he won it, yeah. If he won, I was like, oh yeah, he got it, he got it. And then nope. We had a hair pull, and it was a complete reversal. And instead, Onosho lost his prize, and Hoshoryu got to keep his Sekiwaki status. You can't have that sticky was, fingers, That was Onosho. the worst breakdown I've ever given <laughs> no. for a battle of sumo. No, but that's all you need to know, <sighs> is he got... He beat himself with those sticky fingers in the yeah, hair. It's like he got too excited and his hand just turned into a ball and pulled the top yeah. of that top knot. It's, Don't he touch had, the hair. He had too much fighting spirit. He did. He had too much fighting they spirit. They could not give him the fighting spirit no. prize. No, he, they couldn't. Okay, another great battle simply because of the Gyoji who was running for his life. Wakataka Kage versus Nish, Nishkiki. That's who it was. Mm-hmm. This was very exciting. Nishikigi was on the offense, Wakataka Kage escaping backwards, moving around the ring as he could, and so fast that the Gyoji could not <laughs> get out of his way. Wakataka Kage slapped down his opponent, and it was just amazing that the Gyoji could like turn the goombite in the right direction. I wonder if they have like running. a Gyoji obstacle course. I th- really think they do. They must for training purposes. Yeah. They're yeah. very nimble. Okay, let's talk about the last one. Kota Shoho versus Takake Show. This was real nifty easy win. That's what I'll say. Yep. This was Takake Show at his best. One, two huge pushes. And then he hugged Kota Shoho. He spun to the right with his arms right at Kota Shoho's armpits and swung him down with a beltless arm throw. Very impressed. Very easy. It was nice that Takake Show 
didn't just go with the usual pushes. It's nope. like he's showing everyone, I'm I well have rounded. variety. Exactly. I have what it takes. I'm not just a pusher thruster like you think yeah, I am. I don't think he even broke a sweat in this no, one, honestly. But I couldn't I couldn't even feel bad for the kid because Kota Shoho got a fighting spirit yeah. prize, which he absolutely deserved. He was fantastic. He's had some slumps lately. So I have been, I was delighted that he had this type of tournament you yeah. know yeah and, and takakesho got his third you show that's right we and had a tournament winner top of the guy on the bonsuke absolutely deserved exactly. this as well but i do want to say i know that there's some people out there the ydc being some of those people that maybe you're saying now is not the right time right. for takakesho to become a yokozuna but i do want to say he was runner-up the last basho, mm-hmm. right? He was involved in that three-way playoff right. that still I'm scarred about and I will never love Abi. And I still feel like he threw that Abi match in honor of Takayasu to I'm, keep him from having to fight again. I'm just not going to talk. I'm just going to pretend. he has Hinkaku. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So He has dignity. That was the last basho. Mm-hmm. This basho he won. It was not a 15 and 0. But not everyone's a Hakaho. Right. He did a great job. Takakesho gives it his all. He proved in this that he will use his head, he will use his shoulders, he will use any part of his body to get that win. His pushes are incredibly strong. He lost to Kiribayama. Okay, Komasubi. Kotonowaka. Komasubi. And Tobizaru. Ah, Okay, so he lost one Maegashira rank. And he, but he was M1 this time, Tobizaru, I believe. Was M1 this time? Yep, M1. Okay, so I'm thinking of the economics of the thing. Let's say you're an economics person on the YDC and you're like, I don't want to give this to anyone unless it's not going to cost us very much money, right? Exactly, that's the, right? that's the hubbub. That is the hubbub. So there's that would one person some... he lost to that they would have to pay money to. It's a black star. Right. I know that's a big deal. But listen to this record. Takakesho has spent 21 basho as Ozeki. That's pretty dang good. He's won two yushos as Ozeki. He's come in, he's had five June yushos. So five second places, right? That's pretty good too. He spent three basho as Sekiwake. Wow. Only three. So that Before means he, he got there promoted. and then boom, Ozeki. From as Sekiwake, he had two June yushos and uh, he won two special prizes. Before that, Three Basho as Komosubi. He won a Yusho there. Right. And two special prizes. And then he had only nine Basho as Maegashira rank. Only nine. And from there he had a second place and he won three special prizes and three Kimboshi. He also has a beautiful wife and an adorable child. That is why he deserves to be Yokozuna. Yes. Is because of that adorable child. And also the major reveal that he had a child. Yeah, that was pretty big. <laughs> it, was like, it was an adorable kid yeah. that looked oh, just look like him. That. By the way, I had a kid. <laughs> no, I mean... It was the I first we found out since that, he is, that since the marriage. We knew yeah, about the marriage. Yeah, and she's a model. She's gorgeous. She's, yeah, she's absolutely amazing. They make beautiful children as yes. he's a little boy. I say the man, I mean, to transform your body in the way that he has transformed his. To a living, breathing, angry hamster. Deserves Yokozuna status. <laughs> I'm with you there. He's been, I'm he and his father yeah, have been training for this since he was four. Give the man the white rope. Well, 
We'll see. We shall see. We shall see. He can be the Yokozuna of our hearts until he gets the white robe. That's right. Well, I think that wraps it up for us for our January tournament. Yeah. 2023. Come back next week. I believe we're going to be reporting on Hakaho's retirement party next week. Yeah, and we'll be speculating what sort of haircut he's going to go with. Oh, I've got so many pictures to share with y'all over the next week. (laughs) Till then, I'm Leslie. I'm Laurie. See y'all later. Bye. Bye.